This is IsAware, powered by Intersoft Associates. IsAware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to IsAware. I'm Chris Mintliff, and I'm joined, as ever, by Hi Goldstoff and Abe Unger. And Abe, I was reading a lot about uh, this interesting era that we're in around no code and low code. And there's all these tools available to us to really create some sophisticated stuff. And uh, I just need a little bit of know-how to be dangerous enough to start to really explore doing some interesting things. And, and one of the sort of quips I like was how a programmer will spend two days to save 20 minutes. But I'm wondering about your perspective on um, when should I kind of embrace this DIY mentality? Because I think we want to encourage that. But when is it, when am I getting in my way and I don't even realize it? Or when am I, uh, when should I be, uh, stop using the tools? Just because I have the tools doesn't mean I'm a carpenter, doesn't mean I'm an architect. And how do I start to know the difference about that, about myself or my company? Right. So th- that's an interesting question. And it just reminds me of when I started learning programming. And this was go back in the day where you can actually do some damage writing some code. And, you know, you wrote a couple lines of code and you did a couple of things with it. And all of a sudden you crashed your computer. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you had to go back in and look at what you did. And you realized you were missing some end of line characters, something simple where, you know, you broke an entire system with a couple lines of code. Uh, Thankfully, today's day and age, that DIY kind of code doesn't sort of allow you to get to that level. So you can't do the same kind of damage. But like anything else, low code, no code, they're not necessarily bad things. They may apply to certain scenarios, but the core is understanding what it is that you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to do with it. And based on that, whether you go with something that is a DIY solution or not, at least talk to someone who understands what you're trying to do, because DIY may be the right solution if it's something really, really simple, uh, a minor kind of a utility that you want to build for yourself to do something that may be the right way to go, but more than likely there's more behind it and there's more that can be done. And we're talking to someone now about some kind of a task management system that you really can do with a simple DIY, a couple lines or a little tool or a little whatever, but what's the vision behind it? What's the future? What's going to happen when you grow? What's next? So understanding all of that, you may decide that DIY might be a good solution for a temporary solution or you may decide that there's something else to do with it. And that's really what you really have to look at. The interesting thing about that particular um, client is the person who runs this um, division, it's a division of a bank or a business uh, function within a bank. Uh, He's a, I believe he's an EVP and he used to be the CIO of the bank. So he certainly understands technology and all of that. And he built this application using um, a standard CRM. Uh, It was great for him. Now he wants to get more. Now he understands that he's reached the limit of what can be done in the DIY world. And he realizes that for the activity they have, this is probably fine. Uh, But it can't do really good analytical reporting. So he's reaching out and saying, okay, I've reached the limit of what this DIY can do. But, you know, it, let, let's start hooking into this uh, CRM and doing analytical, doing analytical reporting. Give me some, you know, metrics on how long certain things take, you know, and whatever else. So he, he, he kind of reached the limit of that, um, you know, real quickly. And he is someone who understands. So he had a conversation with himself and he said, okay, that's the most I can do. And my 
internal people aren't going to help me because it's a low priority for them. That, I think, Hi, is one of the uh, points of friction that I see a lot and I wonder if you agree with, which is uh, this person has the self-awareness to say, I've reached the end of my uh, capacity or my interest. But a lot of times when we get started in that DIY thing, we don't reach that. We, we stop having that self-awareness and we just keep digging deeper and deeper and thinking, well, there's more to learn and more to uncover. Now I want to do this thing. And before long, it's maybe taken me two weeks what it could have taken you you guys two days to do. What's the What do I need? What, what skill set am I not sort of embracing about myself with that? It, it's not a, it's not a really about how long it would have taken us to do. Um, th that's really not the issue. Uh, the issue is what what are they getting for their for their investment? Uh, and if there's not a lot of data, a DIY <clears throat> DIY approach may may just be fine. Uh, the problem that they're not getting, and I um, is you know, the manager or the owner or the, you know, whomever the person might be, if, if, if he or she is somewhat um, non-technical or, you know, they're focused on what they have to do and somebody can play around with Microsoft Access and Fox Pro and fiddle around and get stuff done and, they, and they're giving them some results, you know, maybe not the best results, they're better off than they were before, it's kind of like in you know in the world in the world of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Well, this guy knows more than than the other people around him, so you know he's the genius, and and he's doing all this stuff. But as stuff get more and you know gets bigger and changes, all of the proper practices uh, to allow a, a system to grow you know, aren't there. And you know, this is uh, an, another example I thought of is my first computer course in, in college. Um, I wanted to pick a, I wanted to write it, my term prior, I wanted to write a program to pick the ponies, um, which I did. And uh, it was, you know, the code was a number of pages long, um, probably 10 pages long in code, if you, if you would have printed out. Four years later, I rewrote that program and it was, 20 lines of code. Mm. So I, I understood what I did in one in one fashion, but I realized that it could have been synthesized down to a much simpler, much simpler approach. And it was literally about 20 lines of code. So it gave me the same results and everything else. I didn't know a lot in my first course. Yeah. When I was a graduate student, I knew a lot more. So there's a tremendous amount of uh, efficiency uh, in the in the learning or in the expertise that can be created, and it's how to use it's how to use the tools. Yeah. So let's talk about those tools a little bit, uh, Abe. I'm thinking about um, when I'm using those low code or no code kind of tools that are out there and available. In some ways, I'm kind of putting a, a lot of trust in somebody else's platform. If there's a security breach somewhere else, we've talked about this with Power Apps, with with uh, Microsoft Access. If there's a deprecation, if there's a breakdown, if there's a even a you know our our partnership with that particular API is no longer valid for whatever reason, I'm suddenly in big trouble. Is that a realistic concern? Is that another sort of point of validation for look the, that's great to tinker with that stuff, but a pro can really help you or uh, should I just kind of be putting my trust in these other uh, platforms that probably they're doing the best they can and they'll be around for a long, long time? 
IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development, together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. So that's where the knowledge comes into play. Many of these platforms are out there. Some of them are, are tried and true, and some of them are, are going to be around forever. Those are the kinds of things where they're trusted. Um, sure, there's there's potential issues everywhere, and that's the point of being on top of your cybersecurity and understanding what's going on um, and being informed. And the more you know, the better you're going to be in those areas. So you'll know whether those tools, you know, work, they don't work, you know, uh, if, if they're worthwhile to work with or worthwhile to look into as an approach. And that's where talking to someone who knows about these things is where it's going to be helpful because it's where you're looking at a piece of software out there that sounds great, but what are the, you know, like any drug, you know, it sounds great. Well, what are the, what's the repercussion? What's going to happen if you take that? Well, what, what's the downside? Um, and that's where you need some knowledge. So the do-it-yourself is really uh, appropriate to look at. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing at all, but you really need to understand what your goals are to understand whether that's going to meet it and whether they're, 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 they're valuable. Hmm. And that's where, you know, talking to someone is where it's really going to come in handy. So. The, the tools are not an issue. It's really how you use the tools. Um, we're, we're working with somebody where, you know, again, we found the, the, the one-eyed person uh, who, who built who, who built the system. Um, and part of the system dealt with uh, offer counter offer, um, you know, uh, and there were four sets of fields for offer, offer date, counter offer, and that, that triplet of, of, of elements. And those are just separate fields going across, equivalent of going across a long, going across a spreadsheet. This happened to be in Microsoft Access. And we're looking at it. And I asked them, what do you do if there's a fifth? Wow, that's never happened. Well, okay. Mm. What do you do? What do you do if it does happen? Okay. As as you're and and, and it will. You know, we've been involved in that industry, so we know it will. They may cave too early on their offer counter offer. But we know it'll happen, and you know what is what if there's a sick? And, and again, you have this kind of stuff. It's easy just to add more columns, but it, it it makes everything much more much more clumsy, and it also affects uh, the ability to report on the data as well. <laughs> because if you add a fifth set of columns or a sixth set of columns, you've got to go and update all the touch points. If you do it correctly, you do it once, and you're done. I love this idea of preparing for eventualities or even kind of future-proofing your situation. Um, Hi, do you think that there can be a hybrid? So maybe I came to you, as as you talked about earlier, the gentleman came to you, look, I've reached the end of where I want to be with this. Can you all help me? Is there any point where now I'd like to take it back and I'd like to go back to being tinkering or somebody on my team will, or is it sort of an either or? Either you can kind of get as far as you want or a pro can help you and should stay in consultation with you so that you're kind of continuing to stay healthy as you grow with your, with your platforms and software. If you've got somebody good on your team, be it someone in-house or, you know, uh, uh, an outside firm, you should always, you know, you should, if they're, if they're valuable members, they should certainly be there. Someone you can talk to, ask questions of, you know, most of the, most of the reputable firms are, you know, aren't, well, 
except maybe lawyers, aren't going to uh, aren't going to charge you for a 15 minute phone call. I mean, I know we don't. Um, once you hit 16, no. I mean, if <laughs> someone calls us up and asks us a question, you know, we don't bill for that. Uh, so, uh, you know, just have a valuable partner on. Uh, it's it's a matter of you know what who the person is on staff, what they can do, and there are times where where a partnership makes sense. Uh, and there are times where, where it just doesn't. It, there, there are so many. There are so many different issues. Um, the firm that had you know all this stuff going around, you know all those stuff uh, adding on. They they had someone who didn't know what they were doing, and that person was concerned. Uh, we spoke with them a number of years ago. Initially, was concerned about losing control. Now that person's out of a job. Well, we've talked about that before, and I think that's interesting because the idea of you let me hand this off to the capable person on my team. Um, but how many times have, have you all shared with us that somebody internally didn't know what they were doing or thought they knew more than they did? Is that so the confidence that I might have from somebody on my team comes from that person saying, oh, yeah, that's no problem. But they don't really know what's going on. Is there a danger there? Am I how do I start to evaluate my own skill sets uh, internally so that I'm not, I don't know, painting myself in a corner? Talk to us. Talk to <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it is. It's the it's the conversation. It's talking to somebody else about what your thoughts are, and then comparing that with what the in house is, and then you can review that with them. And then it may be something that they may have thought of, but thought, oh, that's going to be too involved or too much money or too something, and didn't want to necessarily even bring it up because uh, you know I know my company, and I know they're not going to spend money on this, so I'm going to do something cheaply. Whereas once you start talking to someone else, and you realize the value there, it's like, no, okay, that. That, that makes sense, you know, even though maybe maybe it'll cost a little bit more, maybe it'll take more time, maybe whatever it may be, but maybe it'll do a little bit more. And then the person in-house who's good will say, yeah, you know, that's a great idea. Here's some other, I thought, and you can bounce ideas off each other. So you can either validate the fact that the person is, you know, doing proper work and has the proper foundations, or you start to understand that, okay, maybe they're not the greatest, but it's that conversation of talking to someone else who can give you some advice, who understands, you know, technology, who understands business, who understands workflow. I mean, what happens also is, as a manager, you know, or as you know, as a C-suite uh, individual, um, you you know what's what can be done nowadays. You know, you should look at your system like an ATM. Um, and does it run smoothly like an ATM does or something like that? And if you're getting too much pushback, things are taking too long, you ask for something, I mean, things are slow. I mean, so many different things. Unfortunately, once you go down this path, <coughs> you know, one is going to go down this path for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, because inertia is a, is a really strong force. And, you know, I don't want to deal with it. You know, it's 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 in there. You know, it's kind of like putting unleaded, you know, uh, putting a regular gas in a, in a high-performance car, the car is going to run, but after a while, things are going to happen. And if things just don't pass the smell test to you, that it just doesn't make sense. Why is this taking so long? You know, why am I having problems? You know, and, and at that point, uh, that the, the symptom is goes back to, you know, who did it, how they did it, what they knew. Uh, they were good, you know, good technologists, but, you know, they, they, can, they can put together a room. They can't, they can't build a building. Is that, that's that's when you have to reach out to somebody. When you're in those situations, is it relatively easy for you to start to diagnose that? You've seen so many situations that 
can you kind of see somebody who's maybe overestimated or overarticulated their abilities to do this uh, from a few miles away and, and you can kind of start to nudge a leader in the right direction to, hey, you might have to reconsider this or what, what can I count on you to help me with in those situations? Well, in the land of the one-eyed people, we have both eyes. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we just have so much experience. We've seen it. Um, uh, you know, we have this vision. Uh, I hate to use that, that word. And, and we understand what they're trying to do. And it's, it's generally pretty easy to see um, based on, you know, what, what we know and, and just plain symptoms uh, of, of what's going on. You know, you, know, you know right away what people are doing wrong. Everybody's got, you know, there are certain ways people do things. And we've seen, you know, so many different, you know, examples of it. Abe Unger and High Gold Stuff from Intersoft Associates, really valuable insights, I thought, today on um, not just sort of when is DIY the right move, but when is internal the right way to go versus just getting that outside perspective. I think that's really valuable. Or, or, or more important is not so much when is DIY the right move, but is when do you finally say, okay, there's got to be a better way? Uh, yeah. Because it, it may have been the right move at the time, but as business has grown, you know, you realize this is not the best way to do things. And, and I know we can do better. You know, this is, the, you know, the 21st century, I think. Uh, and uh, we, we, we know we can do better. And let, let me speak to somebody. No better way than that to wrap it up. Thank you. Hi. Thank you, Abe. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for joining us for IsAware, and a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.